Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Switzer. I am your host. I am the Clydesdale and we love to do fitness and these are my friends. What's up friends? Hey. So we're at that uh, moment of the season. Uh, in the football season, it's that two weeks between the championship games and the Super Bowl. Um, now in CrossFit, we have this delay from phase one to phase two and there's only like 10 athletes. There's not a ton to talk about because we have three weeks to talk about five people on each side <laughs> right right um so we're kind of in that limbo area but we're going to try to have some fun tonight uh we'll we'll go around the world of crossfit and kind of talk about uh some things that are going on and we're going to do some fun questions and some fun topics and hopefully you'll enjoy that but before we get started Huge shout out to our sponsor, RX Smart Gear. Uh, it's so awesome to have them on board. And I'm going to talk to you tonight about my new ropes. So you guys saw I got my monochromatic blue rope. This is my garage gym jump rope. I have one here and I have one at the gym. Um, and so I got a new rope for those blue handles. Oh. Nice and yellow. The colors of our podcast logo. Yep, nice. Don't say the other thing that you're thinking, Amy. I know what you're thinking, but the colors I was of our say, logo. I was going to say a Delaware blue hen, blue and blue and gold. There you go. That's not what she's thinking, but I know that's what I'm thinking. But uh, really bright and vibrant neon yellow cord uh, to go with my handles. I'm really excited about that. I got the buff size uh, because, as I told Dave when he was on a couple weeks ago. I swing too fast. I flip my wrist too fast. So the thicker the cord, the better for me. So yep. going back to the buff cord. And then for my gym rope, it actually got a kink in it. And what's awesome about our smart gear is you can replace the rope. Just the cable. Just yeah. the cable. And so I did that with vibrant neon orange Ooh. to go with my rope at the gym. And yeah. You can use our discount code to replace that cable, or you can replace just the handles, or you can get a whole new rope. Discount code Clydesdale15, gets you 15% off everything in the store, except for uh, special editions and new releases, but pretty awesome. Uh, one of my friends just got the Alex Smith uh, grips, um, the first version. He just released a new version, I think today. It's either today or yesterday. 
Um, those are the ones that Amy release. needs, right? Yeah. Amy needs those grips. After her hands from, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, in the, in the catch-up. But yeah, a friend of mine got the uh, Alex Smith grips. And so those are available too. But check it out, Clydesdale 15, 15% off everything in the store. Uh, great deal. Everybody loves to save money. And thank you, RX. Yes, all caps. And thank you, every, thank you, RX Smart Gear, for sponsoring it. This has been a great relationship and love doing business with you. So, all right. So, you know what today is? Today I read, is I read International the Podcast Day. Wow. So, yay us. Yay. So, I did, I did some numbers uh, just flitting around a little bit just to, because it's international podcast day. So we have, we have published 75 episodes, Nice, a couple special editions. Uh, so we're on episode 73, I believe tonight. Um, but uh, so yeah, 75 published episodes. Pretty cool. We are, we have audience in 48 of the United States. What two are we missing? We're missing. Yeah. I think it's Wyoming and another one in that upper, upper middle, like Montana or Idaho, one of those crazy states there. Got to get on them. And we are now in 49 countries. What? That's crazy. What countries are we not in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great. Uh, and so that's really cool. I, I, when we started cool. this November 1st, of last year, I would have never imagined that we would have audience in 49 countries around the world. Wow. I was happy that when we got outside of Ohio, yeah. you know. More, more countries than states. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And we have the District of Columbia. So really like 49, but two yeah. states left. We have to start hashtagging those two states that Wait, we don't have. We got Alaska. We do. And we just got Hawaii like two weeks ago. Yes. Nice. So we're, they're contiguous states too. Yeah. Crazy. Interesting. It's cool. But just some fun facts uh, that's really exciting. Uh, we find, I, I was dying to get Iceland. Uh, we have Iceland now. Very so maybe cool. that'll give us a shot at some of the Icelandic athletes now that we have uh, listeners in Iceland. Yeah. So cool. And can you guys tell me the, the other three countries that make up a bulk of our listeners. Other than the United States, the other three countries that are like in the top four. Australia. Australia. Thank you, Con. Uh, Germany. Nope. Italy. Nope. Great Britain. Yes. Saudi Arabia. No. You guys are going too far. Abu Dhabi. Oh, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Canada. So yeah, that's uh, our top four. Everything kind of changes below that pretty quickly um, as, as the audiences are building, but those, those are the steady four. Are we going to have to like start publishing in a different language? Like, is that a thing? Uh, I, I'd have to get my, uh, what's, what's that? Rosetta Stone going or something Come on, <laughs> i mean do they have like closed captioning on youtube or something where they can it's just when we make it big time we'll have to figure that out yeah sure i'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll get that. right on that <laughs> if we get that big we'll figure that out 
Yes. We can hire somebody to figure that out. Yeah, there you go. So to both of you, happy International Podcast Day. Same to you, sir. Yes. All right. And so I wanted to take a little bit of time to catch up with everybody. Now that we're in a little slow season, just hear how the families are doing, um, hear how the workouts are going, how the nutrition's going. It's been a little while since our little nutrition challenge. So just to kind of catch up and see where everybody's at. So Kat. Yes. Uh, let's see, family. Um, my son's getting a new job. We told you, we said he got fired from the old job, right? Yeah. He's getting yeah. a new we're, job. We're caught up to there. He's going to be a server at, a, at a, an assisted living home. Should be interesting. So I went with him today for, he had to get a drug test. He had to get a TB test. He had to get a COVID test. He has to get TB tested twice in the next two weeks. And he has to have a COVID test every seven days to keep this job. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. So he's doing big boy things and hopefully, you know, he won't, he, <laughs> he will show up for this job and not just not go. We'll see about that. And uh, everybody else is doing good. You know, we're PT appointments for like the whole family because everybody's falling apart physically. And uh, um, my daughter's doing her Zoom school and, and loving that. So are I'm they getting still all online? They are. My son is supposed to go back November 2nd. Um, he's, in a, he's in like a magnet school for um, math and science. And my daughter goes to a charter school and they are not going back until January. So, so I did see a post on social media of your husband laying dead in the driveway. Yeah. So oh, no, what, sure. what happened there? Um, so he's got herniated discs in his back and I, I actually didn't kill him, but um, he's been training with me the last few weeks. <laughs> Thanks for um, the clarification. To just, yeah. <laughs> to just sort of rehab his back a little bit. And as we're doing some of these workouts, well, not even workouts. We're doing like some stretching, just some basic stuff. And I, we are finding the weirdest things happening to his body. Like he can't do a clamshell on one side, like a banded clamshell. He has like zero strength, zero like glute mead strength to do that clamshell. It's like insane. So I have directed him that he needs to go see somebody. I'm like, this is out of my scope. I can't, you know, I can't fix your back, but I can give you a workout. <laughs> so I gave him a workout the other day. It was like five minutes on, two minutes off. 10 slam balls, eight calorie bike. And then it was like 10 burpees, eight calorie bike, 10, 15 sit-ups, 10 calorie bike. So yeah, he died. It was, you know, he was a puddle on the ground afterwards, but his back's feeling better. So we'll see <laughs> how it goes. But yeah, I'm getting busy. I have like four new clients this week, which is fun. Um, and, uh, you know, still living the keto life. Yeah. How's that going? It's going pretty well. I mean, I've had, I've had some serious cravings lately. I think it's um, hormonal. So we're just going to, we're going to go with that. Um, but slowly and steadily, you know, still trying to get to where I'm going. My body has not figured out how to work out yet. Still have like zero power when it comes to working out. But like I said, don't really care. Focused on the body right now. So, so cat versus Amy part two. Yeah. I'm already setting up, setting the stage <laughs> to lose. <laughs> I'm doing a lot more front squatting though. I, I, I front squatted like three times since you and I front squatted and I'm doing all kinds of variations of that because I need to get better at it. All right, Amy, how about you? Well, my nutrition's been really good. Really, actually. 
um, been excited about that. So the scale, um, you know, I'm not really worried about losing a certain amount of pounds. I just know that I um, was sitting a little heavier than I normally do, you know, through COVID. And so, but I'm starting to see more changes in my body and the scales moving down slightly. So, um, but with that, I've been feeling really good. So that's, that's the most important part. Of it. Amy, are you still doing uh, move the needle? Yeah. Awesome. Move the needle with my coach, Eric. Love him. Um, so that's going really well. The training is going um, really well. I had a couple of PRs this week. I PR'd my squat clean and I've been stuck on at 155 forever. Um, and so I was able to get 162.5 because I had to put the baby plate on there just so I could get a little bit more. Um, I Good think job. I might have even had 165 I could do, but I was three and out of time. So. And I was like, okay, don't get greedy. You got a PR. Let's move on. Um, and then I did a gymnastics PR, which that's what we were talking about. Oh, I did, oh, I did 30 bar muscle-ups for time. And like, it was written for our gymnastics programming. And I was like, well, I finished the lot. I'm feeling pretty good. I think I, I'll just do it. And I was like, I'll just see what it takes. And the last time I did it, it was like on my birthday. And I was like, I just want to do 30 bar muscle-ups today. And it ended up taking me like 30 minutes, I think, because I was like, do a mu muscle-up and then I'd walk around for a while. So I did this in um, 9-11, so I was super happy that I did it. And I only had one fail. Nice. Yeah. Um, and the best part was I didn't start to rip until 28. So I was like, okay. Like, it wasn't bothering me. I would have stopped if this was like at 10 or something. Can we get another look at those hands, please? Ugh. Poor thing. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and we'll hashtag Winnie's Rip Fix after this because that's what's <laughs> going to heal these. That stuff um, is really amazing. There it is. I love that stuff. Um, and and you'll get some grips maybe some at some point or you've tried them. You don't love them, right? Yeah. I mean, I just don't love them. I feel like I'm not as secure up there. Which what about I, the don't what about the tape ones? The wad. Yeah, no. Could, but what I've noticed before is with some grips is I've actually I've ripped more. Mm -hmm. so, um. Yeah, the kids are good. Um, tomorrow night is the last, wait, no, Friday night is our last regular season home varsity football game. Um, so we'll see. And you already had senior night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was our first home game. Okay. So that's going well. And then um, my daughter is doing cross country and each race she's improving. And so she's been super stoked about that. So, um, and there's, oh, I'm back to work. This is fun. Um, <laughs> actually getting to be with kids and um, we've set up our classroom so we're we're like outdoors 100 percent of the time until we can't be so. yeah we've noticed the texts have gotten way less <laughs> yeah right where's amy <laughs> oh she's working it was a long summer <laughs> it was it was a long summer well How about you, scott uh, so yeah, gosh, I feel like I talk about my legs all the time, but we, I, there actually is light at the end of the tunnel. They're actually talking to me about what, how I'm going to care for them once they're healed. Nice. Like, so that's how optimistic they are right now. Um, I am on still on IV antibiotics three times a day. They are making me so sick. 
um, and so nauseous. And so what's happened there is my, my nutrition has not been on point. I will, because if I eat carbs, my, I don't get as nauseous mm. when I do the IV. And so it's like a catch 22. I don't want to blow up, but I don't want to f- feel like I'm going to throw up all the time either. Yeah. Um, and we confirmed you're not pregnant, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, test came back negative twice. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's all that. Um, so I'm really excited. Uh, they're actually talking about next week doing some f- things that will finish off the wounds. Uh, I don't want to get into that cause I don't want to make people queasy themselves. Um, <laughs> but I'm not looking forward to that appointment cause it's, I may have to take the whole day. Oh man. Um, but if it finishes it off, let's go, let's get yeah. this done That's and exciting. get back to going. Um, we just took my daughter back to college on Saturday. Uh, so she is back. The house is so dang quiet. Um, it is crazy. And you've, and you've got plenty of bandwidth, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Things are going well. Um, it's all good. She's, she's acclimating well down there. It's, it's, it's not what people think. It was only the students that had labs. So she's only one of her RA and one other girl are all that's on her floor. Oh, wow. Uh, and they, they all, none of them have roommates. So they have their room to themselves. So she'll probably get spoiled. Uh, and then that'll be taken away. Um, had a little scare with my dad. It's been going on about a week and a half now. He's been in the hospital. But today they removed, uh, he was on a respirator or ventilator. And they removed that today. Uh, and he's doing well. Uh, just on some oxygen. Um, but he had double pneumonia. Uh, tested negative for COVID, which is great. Um, but there's some some stuff they're still working on because they had him sedated while he was on the um, ventilator and it shut down his kidneys. So now they're trying to get those started back up again. Uh, but they're optimistic that'll happen uh, in the next day or two. Uh, but right now he's doing dialysis just to get the fluid off of his body uh, while he's going through that. But yeah, thanks to everybody who sent thoughts and prayers because he's, he's doing much, much better now. That's great. Glad to hear it. And yeah, just Julie and I are just hanging out, getting to watch whatever we want on TV. Um, you know, it's nice. Yeah. Not getting yelled at for our dinner choices. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, uh, I watched the debate last night with my son and he, um, much to my chagrin is a uh, Trump supporter. And he called me, he yelled at me in the middle of the debate and called me an idiot. And I wanted to murder him. So we didn't get off on a good start today when, when he woke up and told me I had to go with him to this job thing. I was like, oh, really? Okay, but I'm an idiot. So whatever. Yeah, this election just needs to be over because I'm tired of it. Yeah. I know. My wish is that there is an election again where there's a choice I can make that makes me feel good. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm telling you, and I don't want to talk about politics, so this will be it, but if someone doesn't win by a landslide, I'm afraid of what's going to happen. Do you, you know what I mean? Like, this cannot be a close race. It's going to be nutso for weeks and weeks. I'm just, ugh, I'm dreading months it. Months and months. Yeah. Needs to be a landslide. We should all, all right, just write in Mickey Mouse or something. And let's move on to it. a less controversial topic. <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> the Ricky Garrard situation. 
Oh yeah. So we talked about it last week that he did all the workouts with in the same order and the same time space as uh, the games athletes. And he declared that he would have finished in fifth place and then celebrated in the camera. Is Ricky Garrard good for CrossFit? I think so. I I think he has every right to be here. I mean, yeah. And I, I think we need a villain. We need, we need like a bad guy. Everybody's so nice and likes each other. And I think it just makes it a little more interesting and more, maybe more mainstream for people that, you know, aren't necessarily passionate about the sport, but want to be entertained in some other way. It's a way for us to get, you know, more viewers. So that's kind of my answer. I actually sent that to Armin because Armin posed that question. Okay. Uh, and Armin responded that he loved that answer. Um, so let me take you back to 2014 and 15. Okay. A young brash kid from Vermont who doesn't care about what anybody thinks. Nobody's ever even heard of him. And he takes second two years in a row. And he's coming after in 14, he's coming after what everybody considers the legend, the goat in the sport. Right. right. Wasn't that one of the most exciting years ever? Yes. Because yes. of the contradiction between the two. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, it's Ben Smith, Mr. Nice Guy. Everybody loves Ben. And it's this, still this young, brash kid from Vermont. And it's exciting. And it came down to that last event and goosebumps everywhere. And who do you got? Do you have the young, brash kid or do you have Mr. Nice Guy who's been trying? for six years. That's when the sport was at its peak in my, in my guess, especially on the men's side. Mm-hmm. We have not had that since. No, no. I mean, for us that love the sport, it's just, we're in awe of what Matt can do and that's great, but we haven't had any kind of battles. And, and you know, that's part of it being a sport. Right now it's kind of just like an expectation. Well, okay, man to you. Again, that's great, and I'm happy for them, and they're amazing, but it would be nice to have some interesting storylines to follow. Wouldn't it be cool to see, like, a punk rock woman say, I don't care what Tia's done, I'm coming after her. Right. Like, balls out, let's go. Yes, for sure. Yeah, when I was saying, you know, I think Ricky deserves to be there, I think, let let me preface to say, what he did prior was wrong, and, but he's going through the process of, of his punishment and all that. What I mean by once he serves his punishment, I think he has every right to be back in the sport. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just 100%. wanted to take it a step further. Is it good for the sport to have him back? I think and so. I think it is. I'm more interested. I, yeah. yeah. Now. So what? you're saying Armin liked my answer then? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, because it was my answer. Sweet. Okay. Just checking. So let me bring you back this, Switzer. Would you feel the same if we were talking about your boy, Lefker Steve Benitez? I think if he came back with that attitude, that FU attitude that he went out on. Yeah. Yes. The sport, okay. the sport needs. Okay. I mean, he gave us topics on what? Six shows? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's just. He's a contradiction to what we have now. Yeah. Yeah, you need that antagonist, protagonist, you know. Right. I think that's what, that's what will elevate the sport back up to where it needs to be. 
and it's more it's better television if you have a villain did we just agree on something <laughs> yeah wow. how about that look at that that's guys are evolving <laughs> all right so let's move on to a really cool story uh of two crossfitters that were posting their their workouts on social media and they got recruited by USA bobsled because of their posts on social media to try out for the United States bobsled team. The Olympic team. And that is Colleen Fosh and Kelsey Keel. And so they are currently in quarantine in Lake Placid, New York. I think they're done this weekend and then they can, they'll get assigned a pod to go work out with and learn the trait of becoming a bobsledder. So cool. So, yeah, and they, wow. and I think November, early November is like when they can uh, potentially qualify for the team. It's insane. They're going to do well, very well. They're like, you know what? We don't need you CrossFit games. I'm going to go to the Olympics. Yeah. You know, other athletes have gone to the Olympics from yeah. the CrossFit games. Anna Tobias uh, was a gold medal winner in sailing. Um, Tia went in Olympic lifting. It's, well, and I don't, do you guys know Blaine McConnell? So, um, Blaine McConnell is, um, an athlete out of Europe. I think he's actually American, but he's married to a European CrossFit, um, athlete too. And he, he's a bobsledder and he was a CrossFitter. He was on grid. I, I remember him from grid. I, I don't remember the details, but, um, if you look up Blaine McConnell on uh, Instagram, he's a, like a full-time bobsledder now. So, I mean, so even that specific example of a CrossFitter becoming, you know, a bobsledder makes total sense. I mean, they got that posterior chain. It's golden. Yeah. Well, and those two athletes are power athletes. Big time. Um, and they're lean muscle mass. Yeah. So they're going to be able to push. They're going to be able to get down in that sled. Their mobility should allow them to, to squeeze down in. And it's been done before with like football players. Herschel Walker made mm -hmm. the U.S. bobsled team uh, out of football. Uh, the Jamaicans were famous for getting the sprinters. Yeah. So they could have the fastest start. And they're not being asked to drive the sled. They're, I'm betting they're being right. asked to push the sled. They're powering it. Right. Yeah. So and I Kelsey's, think it's awesome. Kelsey's pretty tall too for, for a female athlete, I believe. Um, I'm not sure about Colleen, but I see Kelsey next to like uh, Rachel, her, um, her teammates from Parallax when she was on the, their team. And those girls are either super tiny or she looks like an Amazon, but she's, she's a taller athlete, I believe. So Kelly is only like five, one, like you. Kelly Baker. Yeah. Oh, and, and Rachel's like five, four, maybe, but Kelsey towers over them. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, I always get stunned when I see them in person because relative <laughs> to other CrossFitters, they look really tall, but. Yeah. yeah. You get them in person. They're tiny. That's exciting. Yeah, I told you it, that was my before I you said I couldn't use it. That was my favorite thing from the internet this week. You're well, like, you can't use that. <laughs> and what I liked about it is Colleen did a full YouTube vlog about mm -hmm. her quarantine stay. And she, she was a swimmer and I followed her forever because of that. And she was a sprinter as a swimmer. And she said that she's had to untrain the sprint muscles mm -hmm. when she became a CrossFitter to be more well-rounded. And yeah. now she has to get them back. And so she has to train, change her training yeah. to get back to that quick burst. 
and she's really excited about the opportunity. So I'm excited for them. It's cool. And, and I don't know if you saw this, she found an old video when she was like athlete of the week uh, when she was in high school. And it talked about her dream being an, was to be an Olympian in the interview. Um, And so that's really cool. And she swam at Cal, which is a really good swimming school. So she wasn't like just a, an also ran. Um, But yeah, so pretty cool. Um, The next question I have for you guys is our boy, Patrick Clark uh, did a story on Matt Fraser and he brought up to Matt, you know, that David said, what was it? What were his thoughts on Dave saying that he didn't think he could win the games this year? And Matt's response was, I don't care what Dave thinks. I only care what Sammy, Shane, Tia, and O'Keefe think. And I'm kind of liking this. I think Matt got rid of the brashness a little bit um, in the middle of his reign. And I think it's coming back in full force. And he thinks now that people are doubting him. There's not really that many people doubting him, but he thinks that, and it's charging him to do even better. Yeah. Yeah. It's lighting a fire. I mean, it's interesting to hear Dave though, because Dave's the only one that knows what's coming at the games. And so I think he's a pot stirrer. Oh, for sure. For sure. But you know, who knows what's, who knows? I mean, he keeps claiming it's going to be like the most epic, different, craziest games we've ever seen. So. So where is Matt's hole? Yeah. I mean, unless, you know, you're, it, it involves like, you know, pig hunting or something. He's probably really good at that too. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Don't they have like wild boar, like running around in the, you know, at the ranch and stuff? Who, who knows what they'll come up with? Yeah. I think a mad Matt Frazier is going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. A, a Matt Fraser that has something to prove. Yeah. So let's, let's build on that a little bit. Do you think that training is going to change that the, because the venue is known as the ranch for the entire second phase of this? I think it should somewhat. I think that there needs to be a lot more outdoor training, like as far as endurance and rucking and that kind of thing, because I mean, it is a ranch. I think there's gotta be some kind of long run and something there. So, I mean, I'm not saying that they haven't been doing that. I'm just saying, I, I think that's gotta be a part of it. Yeah, I agree. I think they have to train outside of their box. Right. And not mean like not meaning that metaphorical box, but like the actual physical box. They need to go outside and get in the elements and pull up rig in the in the back parking lot or Yeah. Yeah, I mean who knows what they they could be tree climbing or something. I don't you know, who knows what they're gonna do. They could build a one hell of a obstacle course out there too, probably. Well, they converted the barn-ish thing into a TV studio. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm wondering if they're going to leave that for the games. And the majority of the games are going to be outside. Yeah, I would assume weather permitting, they would probably want to do that. They would because, yeah, I, I, 
it's I think they got to get outside. All right. Well, that was our trip around wait. the CrossFit news. 21 days. Woo-hoo! 21 days. Phase two starts. And I'm ready. Yeah. I got to remember to clear my calendar too, because I'm going to be glued to the computer. All right. So it's time for stupid questions. And this week, Kat came up with them. So I'm going to let her ask them. Okay. So I thought it would be fun for us to review or just discuss all of the different vehicles that we have had in our possession from day one. It was a fun exercise for me because I still don't think I got all of them. I forgot. I've forgotten some, but uh, yeah, from the time you started driving until now, what kind of cars have you had and what kind of, you know, stories, what happened to them? How'd you get them? That kind of stuff. It's going to take hours. Okay. So Scott, you start. All right. So um, the first car that was really kind of like mine to drive around uh, was a 1971 Plymouth Fury three. It is the longest commercial car that was ever made. Parallel parking was not even an option. (laughs) You could fit like eight people in it. It was so big. Um, And it's actually the style of car that was in the movie, Christine. Okay. And the car, the radio broke and was stuck on the oldies channel. The radio Just like Christine. Love it. That's kind of creepy. The the, the AM oldie station in my hometown. Then I went to it. It was maroon. Maroon. Then I went to a 1978 Monte Carlo, lime green. Dang. Yeah, my turning signal was a screwdriver that my dad had jammed into the <laughs> the socket. Uh, so that was fun. And the high beam button worked occasionally. <laughs> Usually they were on and we get stuck and then I just pissed off everybody that I drove by. <laughs> then I bought my first car, which was an Isuzu Amigo, bright red, uh, rag top. I was living in Florida, so it was our beach car, big tires. Um, and a ton of fun. And then uh, we went to an Isuzu Rodeo. Well, I had one then. Yeah. Was and it like two-tone? The Rodeo? Yeah. It had like no. silver on the bottom. It was, and... it was all black. Oh, okay. Uh, now, the funny story was the Amigo died. The Rodeo didn't. And I took the tires off the Amigo, put on the Rodeo, and they were too big for the wheel wells, but I drove it anyway. So, so every time scraped turned, around. Every time you turned. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, but, I, but the tires were like 250 bucks a piece and I wasn't going to just get rid of them. Then I had a Saturn Ion, bought brand new. Okay. So, so far all the cars you've had, the, the car companies are no longer in existence, right? Is that true? Uh, well, Chevy and Plymouth. Well, Plymouth, no. Plymouth. I don't think Plymouth, no, right? It's just Chevy. Okay. I'm just... I'm just All checking. Right. Isuzu, um, Saturn. Yeah, Saturn was an Ion. It, I bought it brand new off the showroom floor when Chevy did their friends and family discount thing. And it made it to 99,000 miles and quit. Just like died. died. Done. Love it. Then I had a Dodge Journey. Then I had a Dodge Charger, Ooh. which was a lot of fun. And I had that yeah. for quite a while. 
and then Nissan Murano times two because my first one I got rear-ended and it got demolished. So I had to get <laughs> another one to replace it. Love it. And most of my cars were like black. Okay. Well, the, the, the charger was like a dark gray, like a metallic, they call it gunmetal, I think. Yeah. Chargers are badass. Yeah. Until it's uh, six feet of snow and it just starts sliding all over the place. And I have every plate from my garage gym in the trunk and it's still sliding. <laughs> Rear wheel drive. And then I did have a Kawasaki 550 uh, motorcycle for most of my high school, college years. Very cool. Love motorcycles. All right, Aim, what do you got? Well, my very first car when I first was driving was a Subaru Jesse. And let me tell you that that is the size of a go-kart. <laughs> and we called it, it was white. I don't know. So in high school, we called it the tampon. I don't know why. It's because we were in high school. It was small and it was white. So we're going to get the tampon. What's everybody getting the tampon? Um, so I drove that for a while and then I was like, I literally think if I get hit, I'm going to die with this car. And so I was like, I'm done. Um, so the first car I ever bought was a Honda Civic stick shift. It was black, brand new. Loved it. And then, um, Scott started working at, this was the best part. This is cool. Scott started working at BMW Financial. Well, they had to get brand new BMWs like every six months. So he was how annoying. Like it was so annoying. He's like, what kind of leather interior do you want? <laughs> so no, we had so I still had my Honda Civic, but you know, then we were also driving in the BMWs like for this period of time he was working in. Um then I had oh sorry. I must have had the rodeo at some point before he worked at BMW. So we had the rodeo, it was two-tone with that. Then I got a Ford Escape. Then I had, right before I got this one, I had, Scott's gonna laugh, because I had this car forever. It was a Honda Pilot. It was a 2004, and I'm telling you what, this thing, it would, I would have problems with it all the time, but it wouldn't die. Like it wasn't bad enough to just be done with it. And finally, finally. So one comment on that is she would, or the car would break down or something would stop working and she would text us, what do I do when the heat goes out? Or what do I do when the lights don't work? And we're like, Amy, it's time to push it off a cliff. <laughs> that, that's, that's all that's left. Just get, just make it die quickly. And How she, many miles did it have when you oh, covered it? Oh, over 200,000. Like, oh, I love it. And when we awesome. first started telling her that, she drove it like five more years. Right. <laughs> wow. So finally, that was my, uh, I now drive a Ford um, Escape. Okay. So once okay. that Honda, finally got a Ford Escape. That's where I'm at. In my current style. And now she has a radio that has FM and AM. That's true. <laughs> Fancy. Super cool. Yeah. All right. Let's hear it from you, Pat. All right. So I was a spoiled brat. Um, when I was 16, I got a 1989 Acura Integra. Mm -hmm. It was red. Um, 
I probably crashed it three times within the first six months because back in back in the days of driver's ed, you didn't get much experience before you got your license actually. So um, I wasn't a very good driver. Um, I had that for a few years. Then when I went to college, I guess we got rid of that and I bought a 1984 GTI, a rabbit, 1984 rabbit GTI. I think 84 was the last year that GTIs were rabbits. I think in 95, they turned to like the golf GTI. So I had that. Um, felt like Fred Flintstone in that car because it was just super loud. I think the guy that had it before me like cut the muffler, the exhaust, it was you could hear it coming a mile away. I think one time the rear, the brake light caught fire one time, like when I was like driving around campus and we had to like literally like stamp out the fire. Um, that was a bad one. Then I got, um, I got another Acura Integra, a 1993 or 94. It was black. I had that for a little while. Then I got a Honda Accord off the showroom floor. And I remember the sales manager called me back after the negotiation and offered me a job at the dealership because I did such a good job <laughs> negotiating it. And they saw my salary and they were like, you could make a lot more money if you worked here. Um, I did not take them up on that. Um, after that, I got, oh, so after that, I was engaged before I met my husband. Um, and my fiance, I bought my fiance a Dodge Ram truck. So I took, I had two cars essentially like was paying for, he was paying, helping me pay, but he had like no credit. So I had to put it under my name. So I had the Honda and I had the Dodge and then we broke up, right? We, called, we were engaged. Called, I called off the wedding. He was keeping the truck for a little while. He stopped making payments on it. So I went to go repossess it from him at the train station because he was commuting to Philly. And when I went to go start the car, he had pulled spark plugs out of it or some kind of fuses out of it so that I couldn't take it. So the next day I went with the fuses, put the fuses in and actually like repossessed the truck. So here I am, I'm 26 years old. I have a Honda Accord that's being leased, a Dodge Ram that's being leased. They're both like upside down with payments and whatnot. And I have to get rid of them and get a new car because I don't need two car payments. Well, the only way to do that and hide all the negative equity you have in a car, you have to get a very expensive automobile so that they can add on to it. So I got a BMW. <laughs> so I bought a BMW 328i. It was my most favorite car ever, but it must've cost me like $550 a month. And my dad was like, you better put a mattress in that thing and live in it because you're spending so much money. Um, so I had that for a few years. And the day I met Chris by this point in time, he and I were living together and we were thinking about trading in for something else. And I had a dog at the time and my dog, we used to take my dog to the dog park all the time. And uh, this one day I took him to the dog park and he's in the back seat of my car. We had like leather, you know, leather interior in the back of this BMW. And all of a sudden I turn around and he's peeing in the back seat. Like, and you know, when the dogs come from the dog park, they've ingested like a whole ton of water and they just like pee like they haven't peed all day. And so I'm like trying to drive home real fast. I get home, I take the dog out, I go upstairs, I go back to the car to clean up the pee. There's no pee to be found. Like it literally sank all the way down, like underneath the wood, like I couldn't get to it to clean it up. I didn't know what to do. It was like the middle of the summer. So I put all the windows down and I drove it immediately to a dealership and I traded in the car like that day. <laughs> 
on like a Ford Explorer or something like that. So Lord only knows what happened like three days later when, you know, the, the windows were shut and, you know, they went to detail the car. They're probably like, oh my God, what happened? But nobody called me back. So I got away with that. I had an Explorer, had another Explorer, got like a Sequoia, Toyota Sequoia that I like backed into the garage like four times because it was so freaking big, um, too big for me. And then I got another Explorer and then a Honda Pilot and then another Honda Pilot. And the current car that I'm driving is a 2011 Honda Pilot with 119,000 miles on it. It's white and I will keep it forever. Until your friends tell you to push off. Correct. And I've had, like, I've had a lot of cars. I, used, I was in that lease life for a long time where I would like lease a car two, two years later, lease a car. I've, this car that I've had is the longest I've ever had a vehicle and I bought it used. I didn't buy it new. So I bought it in like 2013 and I keep having to get it inspected, which when you get a new car and you lease it for two years, you never have to get it inspected. You see like a three-year tag. Yeah. I keep getting pulled over because they're like, uh, you're past your inspection. I'm like, oh, oh, I got to get inspected. <laughs> like, what is that? We don't have to do that in Ohio. Yeah, we have to do it like every two years. Yeah. Anyway, that's my cars. Those are my cars. But the dog pee story, that's the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually have a story like that. The Isuzu Rodeo. Yeah. We took my, I took my cousin out for his 21st birthday and he threw up down the window Crack. Oh, the window. Yeah. He tried to go out the window. Yeah. Didn't get and there, went. went down. And Julie was pregnant at the time. Oh. And she all it, smell it. Oh my gosh. You could never, yeah, you have to get at, like a new door. I got yelled at over and over and over and over again because it made her nauseous immediately. Yeah. I'll, you know. Oh, that's awful. Horrible. Yeah. I spent, like, I took him home, wanted to kill him, took him home. And I was at the car wash for six hours to like six in the morning, trying to get it scrubbed up. Yeah. And you can't get that out. I remember in my Sequoia one time, I, my husband sent me to go get gasoline for like the tractor. And I put the gas can in the back of the car instead of like in the front seat. So it wouldn't move around. I was like, I'd never gotten gas in a tank, you know, in a little thing before. So I stick it in the back. It's rolling all over the place. It's leaking all over the place. You know, I get home and I'm like, gosh, it really smells like gasoline. I go in the back. There's gasoline all over like the whole back part of my, of that car. They had to like replace all of like the interior soundproofing, like underneath the carpeting because the gasoline soaked through and just like evaporated all that material. It, it, like they almost totaled the car because of it from a little gas leak. It was crazy. Yeah, my husband wanted to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> All right, what's question number two? Uh, question number two, this will be a quick one. Um, what was your wedding song? Well, and we'll start with Amy. Before, when you were talking, I thought I was on mute and I was looking at my song and I think it started to play, so sorry about that. <laughs> I wouldn't hear it. Okay. Um, Shania Twain, because that was like the songs during that time, which I got married in 2000. Uh, Shania Twain, You've Got Away. Oh, okay. Very nice. Was that, did you guys pick that mutually? Was that your pick? Were there, were there others in the running? We didn't really have a song, you know, but it was like, oh, we got to find a song so we can play it at our wedding and it will be yeah. our song. So I, 
that was the one. There was another song that was really popular that year by Shania Twain that was specifically about like a wedding. And I was like, that's too cliche. Everybody's picked that. So. Yeah. Yeah. We had a we had a similar situation where we didn't really have a song. Chris, my husband's not very much into music that much. Like he likes songs, but he doesn't ever like listen to the lyrics or it doesn't like conjure up feelings. Like I'm way more connected to music than he is. So we went with um Crazy Love by Van Morrison. Because again, it wasn't really cliche. We wanted something sort of classic. We got married in 2002. Um, it's a great how, song, by the way. Isn't it a great song? It I is. love it. But here's the deal. The DJ played the Aaron Neville version of the song and not the Van Morrison part of the song. I was ready to murder him. And here I am like, you know, you're dancing the song, you sort of hear the first few. And, you know, if you listen to the Van Morrison version it could easily have been aaron neville in the beginning because of that like high pitch but then you get to the middle and i'm like are you kidding me he's like oh, not a need. i'm like that is the wrong version of the song are you kidding me i was so mad <laughs> so yeah crazy love by van morrison so i have two <laughs> did you get married twice no so i have i have my wedding song and then i have our first dance and our first dance was really like our song. I'm so so my, wedding, my wedding song, <laughs> sung at my wedding, as we were kind of finishing up the vows, and was Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John from The Lion King. But our okay. song that was like our first dance was <laughs> Every Time I Look at You by Kiss. <laughs> wow. I just forgot about your obsession with Kiss, so that's why I I'm not That's obsessed great. with Kiss. You and, you and our friend Springs like. When we drink, we like to sing it very loudly. <laughs> so and the song when you so your wedding song you were saying was after the vows. Was that like did you do you get married in a church or just not yeah, in a church? In a church. So that was a song at the church that you played. Yes. Got that it. a lady got up and and sang a rendition of. Okay. That while we were like lighting the candles and doing all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. But then our song and that we danced to at the reception was every time okay, I look so at I didn't you. know we were going through our whole um, song list. From the I know. Movie. So Ave Maria was sung at my, <laughs> that's my wedding song. <laughs> Pocketball Cannon. Um, that's what I walked down the aisle to. <laughs> so I have you three. need to be more specific. You said wedding song. There was yeah. one at the wedding, but really our song was at the reception. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what everyone thinks I meant when you say wedding song. It's <laughs> the first dance song. <laughs> hey, I, haven't, was... I haven't done two in weeks. This is my true. first time. Amy, did you dance with your dad? Of course. What was that song? Unforgettable. Oh, that's cute. Mine the, was... The uh, Natalie and Nat King Cole version? Yes, of course. Yeah. Mine was, my dad was a huge Billy Joel fan growing up and he got me to love Billy Joel. Um, so I did the, the lullaby by Billy Joel, oh, the one he sings to his daughter. Yeah. That's so good. That was a great one. Yep. Yeah. I didn't dance with my dad at the reception. I figured you didn't. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that was fun. I like doing that. I've got some great ones for coming weeks. So stay tuned. Cool. Well, uh, we want to announce next week's guest. Uh, it is a really fun one. It's actually, Charlie and I did this one. It's an all-male interview edition. Uh, but the guest is female, and it was Courtney Roselle. 
She was the third place finisher at the Titan Games behind Danny Spiegel and Margot Alvarez. Uh, she actually is a CrossFitter. Uh, she's a CrossFit coach and uh, she's a model and is just recently been signed as a born primitive athlete. Um, and, a, and a Jersey girl. And a Jersey girl. Love it. Yeah. She um, grew up just on the other side of the river from New York city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, it was kind of cool because one of my college roommates grew up in the same town she did. Uh, so I've been to her hometown and that was kind of fun. And, um, and yeah, so it's, it's a great interview, a lot of fun. She is very bubbly and very energetic uh, throughout the whole thing. Uh, and it, I think you're going to really like it. So Courtney Rosell this Monday, 11 a.m. Check it out. Don't miss it. So it's time for that best thing from the internet. Uh, how about Amy go first this time? Oh, mine is, I think it was a TikTok but it was sent to me on Instagram, but it is Lucas Parker on a paddleboard with his barbell doing some stuff. And so it just made me laugh because I was like, clearly I need to take my barbell out with me next time I'm on the paddleboard. I didn't know I could do that. Now I'm going to try. That was great. That, that is very cool. He was touch and go, like lifting up water every time. That was so funny. <laughs> All right, Kat, what you got? Um, I'm going to go with the kindergartner, te- the kindergarten teacher on, um, I was going to say Snapchat on uh, TikTok, who is running her zoom class and she's talking to kindergartners about the T sound and how different words do different letters start with T and the symbol for, cause everything's visual, right? And so these kids aren't really talking, everybody's on mute, but you have to like use your hands. And so she says things like, how about the letter, how about the word toe? Does toe start with a T sound? She said, or no, toe does not start with the T sound. Let me see your turtlenecks. Oh, I see a lot of turtlenecks. Yes, toe starts with the letter T. Great job, kindergartner. Spoons down. Who's ready for the next one? Yeah. Like, okay, the next word is peach. Does peach start with a t sound or no peach does not start with a t sound <gasps> i'm seeing lots of no's that's so good yes you're right peach does not start with a t sound it was he does this for like god bless her i don't know how long but holy crap she wins the award best kindergarten teacher ever Loved it. I want to follow her. I now want to know what other letter sounds and things do we do <laughs> for the turtleneck. I just, I want to know. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Check it out. So my best thing from the internet, I'm actually going to do a screen share with our Zoom. Oh, so no. You can see it because <laughs> it is so good. Has Amy seen this yet? No, she hasn't. And here we go. Oh my god. So Scott, I hate you. Oh. Our very own Cat Shear, <laughs> former ballerina, breaking out the skills. <laughs> I was duetting, yes. I had I saw some basic ballet movements and I thought I could do that. Wouldn't that be funny? 
Notice my dog in the background. Kuku could care less. Yeah. What's going on? That's Dash. So what an amazing dancer you are. Uh, Allegro <laughs> was my best, you know. What's that? Well, we will stop sharing now. <laughs> I was in bare feet. Oop. That Sorry, song, me... oh my God. It must have taken me like eight tries to get it right, too. Can oh my gosh, I can't get it to stop. It won't stop. <laughs> All right, there we go. Okay. Yes, that was well worth worth the time spent. That was great. Scott, you were texting, like, Scott and I were texting about something else, like how many views we had on YouTube or something great. And, and then some time went by, and I guess he had seen the TikTok. And then he texted back, and he's like, uh, my, my week has just been made. And I was like, yeah, I know that's great news. Like YouTube. He's like, I'm not talking about YouTube. I'm talking about the TikTok I just saw. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Does that count as my, uh, as my yeah, penance for losing the, no. Okay. <laughs> it has to be a duet with your partner. Okay. I had to get off of TikTok. It's now we'll have to do like American an Instagram company. reel or something. Everything's good now. Yeah, reconsider, Aim. I'll get back on if it's American. Well, that, fun. that is our show for today. Uh, <laughs> my year has been made uh, with that TikTok from Kat. Uh, so awesome to be able to share it with my screen. And we can do that now. Like if you guys have a TikTok, you can send it to me. We can pop it up so we, people can see what we're talking about oh. as opposed to just trying to describe it. And we want to give a huge shout out to RX Mark Gear for sponsoring the, the podcast. And don't forget Clydesdale 15, all caps, 15% off everything in their store at rxmarkgear.com. So go get check that out. Ropes. Get your grips, get your get wall your ball covers, ropes. all that kind of stuff. All right. Yep. Look at some grips. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.